Bonjour, Nicholas. Bonjour, Ray. How are you? I'm good, thank you. My name's still not Ray. But... It is still Ray, and it's going to be Ray for the rest of your days. Okay, I rhymed. Well... <laughs> Excellent work. What are we doing? Okay, so we are going to attempt a podcast. Um, this is a, a podcast which we have titled Little Pittle... Oh, shit. Little Pickle Podcast. Okay, it's the first time we're doing it. And, and why are we doing this, Ray? Uh, just because uh, we are both professional musicians and we don't have a lot of a lot on at the moment. Um, no, because we want to speak to the world and we want to get a um, an Oscar. Absolutely, that is the the goal <laughs> is to get an Oscar for the best podcast. Um, it hasn't been done before. They don't even have a category, but I'm pretty sure we are going to change things with this podcast full of fantastic content. Um, exactly. Why have we, why have we gone with the Little Pickle Podcast as a name, Russ? Do you want to explain that? Uh, just because the world's uh, in, in in a bit of a pickle at the moment. Uh, That's so. fantastic. I see what you've done there. You've taken my idea when actually when <laughs> I suggested the little pickle podcast. Yeah, you are laughing, but when I suggested it, you thought of a of a gherkin in a sombrero. That's where your mind went. Yeah. Oh, I um, just I know I, I I like the the idea that you came up with, and I I jumped on the back of that and thought it would be great if the the little pickle was like a green gherkin that had been pickled, and he had a sombrero and maracas in one hand and a tequila in the other. You said a cup of tea the other day. I preferred that idea. You've mm. gone with tequila now. So, so I've gone back to tequila. Okay, right, I see. Tequila was never on the table, but you put it there now <laughs> without informing me. It's okay, this, okay. Is, this is news. Okay. It's bringing stuff on me. Uh, Sorry, I didn't realise. Have you designed it then? Sorry. You're going to have to go back. Well, no, I haven't. I just thought, you know, the listeners, are many thousands upon thousands of listeners are going to want to know why they're tuning into a podcast called The Little Pickle Podcast. And I thought we should give them some um, some background there. Well, they've got the background. Should we do it? Okay. Should we give it a go? Let's go. This could be history in the making. It could be, but it probably won't. So that's the theme music there, Nick. Uh, well done. That was what you. Did you, you think had, of that? What did you think of that theme music, Russ? You had you had the job to sort out the theme music. I uh, I give it an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. What what is it that you liked about it the the most? <laughs> <laughs> Having never heard it. <laughs> Having never actually heard it before. Um, I I really like the uh, the intensity. Intensity. When when I picked it, it said it's um, devilish and sort of mischievous. Mischievous. That's not a word, is it? Mischievous. And that's a mixture between mystery and mischievous. See what I've done there. Mm. Um, But either way, yeah, that's that's kind of vibe I was going for because we are uh, both um, devilish and mischievous. Um, We are indeed. Um, The only trouble is, is that my fear, my main fear for doing this podcast with you was that we were just going to chat rubbish and continuously chat rubbish, which we are going to do anyway, but we do have a structure that we're going to keep to. So uh, I want to know uh, what your favourite news story of the week is. And for this, Nick, I do I do have some theme music, so bear with me two seconds, and okay. I will press play. Great. You sound like you had a little news relief at the end there, just like um Yeah. Been waiting to hear a news theme all day and you finally got there. Okay, your favorite news story, go. 
Favorite news story. Okay, well, I was sifting through the news for this and um, going through various COVID and lockdown and Brexit and Donald Trump and blah, 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 misery, misery at every corner. And then in amongst all of that, I found a little gem about a chap who, um, who won the lottery. Excellent. And uh, he didn't tell his friends and kept it to himself. Okay. Okay. So I want to know. I'll give you a little bit of background first, and then we'll see what your take on that is. Okay. okay. All right. So the headline was Lotto Luck, as right. in a play on a lot of luck, I guess. Brilliant journalism. Um, so he's a bricklayer, uh, and he won £10,000 a month for 30 years. Okay. So it's about 120 grand a year for 30 years. So that's roughly about three and a half million in total, right? Yeah. Um, first question: Would you prefer it all in one lump sum, or would you prefer it in the instalments over thirty years? What would you? I quite like the instalments because you can't just like buy something ridiculous straight away and then buy something else ridiculous and then go, oh, I've got nothing left. Which is kind of it's what I used to do a lot of anyway. When I say used to, not that long ago, my monthly paycheck last week, if ever I got, yeah, <laughs> or if ever I earned any money. Um, yeah. I'd spend it all pretty much straight away. So I prefer the idea of having it in installments, please. So, yeah, 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 okay. Well, I appreciate the courtesy there. Um, So, well, it's good to know. And it does make sense because I think a lot of these lottery winners, uh, they just go silly with it and then they wind up with nothing. um, Exactly. Except a fistful of broken dreams. So this chap here, he gets 10 grand a month for 30 years. Uh, He's 21 years old. So good age, good age for it. Great age. Um, he is a um, a bricklayer. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he's going to, basically, he's going to be quite modest with it. He said he, he's going to stay living with his parents. Um, he's going to stay working for his dad, laying yeah. bricks. Yeah. Um, and he might, you know, when, when lockdown's done and we can actually travel, he might go skiing in Canada and Alaska because he's done that before and he likes it. Nice. And eventually his dream is to set up a POW camp for the purposes of slave labor and for in- extracting information from terrorists. So what do you think about that? Um, what? <laughs> okay, so, so I've got to come clean. Uh, one part of that news story I made up. Can you guess what part it is? Uh, of, well, I'm, I'm hoping it's the last bit about setting up a camp for prisoners of war. Unfortunately, he's actually a plasterer, not a bricklayer. That was, that was the lie. Um, right, so, yeah. okay. But... Um, in all seriousness, though, um, <laughs> I genuinely did not see that coming. Uh, no, but just, just to go back to the earlier point, what would you do? £10,000 a month or all of it in one lump sum? Do you know what? I'm, I'm quite, quite frugal. Um, so mm. I don't think I'd, I'd go and spend it all on something silly, like blow it all on sweets and magazines or something within, within the month. Yeah. So, and it would be great to, oh, great, I've got three and a half mil. I go to my friends, um, you're not on that list, uh, here, have some money, here, have some money, here to my family, have some money. I share yeah. it about 10 grand a month. It's, it's, oh, it's nice, isn't it? You know, it is nice. All right. That's security, isn't it? That's the thing. Cause if you get it all in one, one lump sum, you can do that. You can dish it out, which is lovely of you. Um, apart from the fact that I'm not getting any, but whatever. Mm. Um, that's, that, that's security, isn't it? Of that 10,000 pound per month. Yeah, it is. Um, it is security. You're right. You could essentially retire for 30 years. Probably wouldn't ever need to work again, actually. No. Um, Do you know what's funny? Whilst we're talking about that, there are people in the world that earn £10,000 a month. Well, it's only 120 grand a year. And I say only, but that's, 
you know, by today's modern standard, I mean, what does an influencer make a year? Well, um, it's funny you should mention that because um, that brings us swiftly on to my story. Oh, we're done with mine, are we? Okay, we're done. We're, do, we're okay. done with yours because okay. you've literally just set that up seamlessly yeah. to go into influencer and earning money. So the story that I want to focus on, if okay. it's all right, is uh, Marcus Rashford. Yes, back in the news again, um, uh-huh. uh, imploring, which I love that word. You do imploring that the government do more uh, to help uh, families in terms of food banks. Uh, and so and so, which he obviously did, as you know, uh, stepped up to the mark at the start of the pandemic. So the main thing is that I want to talk about is the fact that he's used his influence and as he is as a person and his uh, profile and very well-known profile. For um, good. Can I just stop you there? For any listeners out there that don't know who Marcus Rashford is, could you give us a little bit of background on that? Yeah, of course. Uh, Marcus Rashford is a striker that plays for Manchester United and England. Um, and Marcus Rashford himself actually grew up in a family that relied on food banks. I see. Uh, so he is the man to stand forth and make sure that people like Boris Johnson do the right thing and look after um, people that need food banks. When you were at school, was there many people that you know of that had to use food banks? Do you know what? As you mentioned, it's a bit weird because I don't actually remember actually having to pay for school dinners, anybody. You know, lunch money wasn't a thing when I was at school. So I had the last laugh when I was being held upside down by the bullies, by ankles. They were shaking me out like a sleeping bag, trying to get the money out. And, you know, I laughed because I didn't have anything for them to take, you know. (laughs) 10 years later of serious therapy and uh, <laughs> to get over all that bullying. You, you didn't have anything to take, but they still did it every single they st- day. Yeah, they still did it anyway, but they didn't get anything out of me. And I think I was the winner at the end of the day uh, in, in some roundabout way. But no, in answer to your question, I never had to pay for school dinners, but I never considered myself to be, to come from like a rich background or anything, you know. No, I, me me neither. I don't, I don't remember having to pay for that. I can remember like at our high school that we went to. Yes. Um, our last school that we went to um you could buy burgers at lunchtime and i remember consuming a lot of burgers yeah um but i always had i always had a packed lunch um i never had any issues is that is that well so did we because i didn't always have a packed lunch um but you were saying we had the choice to buy burgers if we wanted them yeah yeah but I'm, i'm guessing marcus rashford is is reaching out to kids and families who don't have that choice. Absolutely, yeah. They definitely don't have that choice. Um, and they, they obviously rely on these meals for people to for people for the for the kids to have have food. Yeah. Uh, and to be able to put something in their bellies. So yeah. It's a fa- it's a fantastic thing to do. And I think if he deserves any anything like a, a knighthood, then it's it's well earned. Um he uh he's not only an inspiration to kids on the football pitch, but also off it as well. I yeah. think it's brilliant to have someone like him in the media. Um, doing his bit and like you said using his profile for good but um, I actually read an article uh, just before we started this um, carrying on from that news story saying that uh, Mr Rashford's kicking off uh, no pun intended and I just made that I didn't actually think about that Um, um, (laughs) classic uh, yeah classic Um, that's why I'm on the podcast that's why they got me in that's why why they got you in yeah that's why i'm on a six-figure salary of 120 grand a year what Uh, no i'm not i'm not and and if i was you wouldn't see a penny of it as i've already stated but um apparently um 
a company that Rashford has basically said, you know, sort all of this out, their idea of what should last, um, I think it was like a, a month's worth of dinners, was actually like five pounds worth of shopping, like two potatoes, a loaf of bread and a can yeah. of beans or something. And yeah, I know exactly the post you're on about. Yeah, I, I saw that as well. Um, yeah, it was for a week's worth of food. They basically, yeah, they were given it's supposed to be 30 pounds worth of food and it was actually like five pound worth of food. Yeah. Um, but we could um, spend about seven hours of this podcast talking about how much I love this government. Um, but we won't because that's not what we're here to do. We won't. We're called the little pickle podcast, not the little politic podcast. It's the best yeah. I can come up with in, in the moment. In, in the time frame that you had, that's good. I yeah. appreciate that. It's good. So, yeah, but no, thank you for, um, for mentioning Marcus Rashford. I think, I think, the problem is when you talk about the news, it does tend to be all doom and gloom, doesn't it? At the moment, at the moment yeah, there's a lot of doom and gloom. So it's nice to talk about, um, you know, positive uh, stuff. That story there was good because it had a bit of doom and gloom in it. The fact that these kids need this, but it had the the nice side of it in terms of that there's people there to help them. Sort of like a Disney movie. Would you would you compare Marcus Rashford to say one of the princes out of a Disney film in that? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, yeah, I would actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you would. Good. Uh, do you want to elaborate on that? I mean, what sort of which, which prince should we, you know? Um, um, I'm not very good with my Disney princes, but um, should we say Aladdin? Let's go with Aladdin. But why Aladdin? He looks the most like the like he, he's good at football, Aladdin. I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. Uh, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, we'll leave that there because I can't. I can't really add to that. I mean. You don't yeah. need to. No, I, I don't really. That, that, that's I, I would have thought. I would have thought actually done. thinking about it. Uh, maybe Robin Hood would have been better because he sort of ri- robs from the rich, gives to the poor, doesn't he? Oh, okay. Actually, yeah. I'll give you that. I mean, Marcus Rashford is asking for it. You know, perfectly politely, he's not going into Parliament and nicking people's. Wallets. Which is what Robin Hood did. Well, he didn't go into Parliament. He, he but the equivalent of at that yeah. time. You know. Um, so I'd say Marcus Rashford is as good, if not better, than Robin Hood. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to argue or disagree with you. I think you're probably right. Well, I'd say I'm definitely right. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Could Robin Hood finish off uh, Pinpoint Cross from the left with his head? No. Could Marcus Rashford? Now, how, good at, how good is Marcus Rashford at riding a horse? Uh, that's a good point. I've never seen him on a horse. Yeah, I've seen him ride a tackle or two in his time. Oh, yeah, football puns, brilliant, fantastic puns. <laughs> so that was the news. Have we got an end of news theme tune? Or um, I'll just play the theme tune again, shall I? Oh, and by the way, guys, if anyone wants to get in touch, you know the uh, the email address and the number. Um, yeah. Oh, oh God, yeah. Got that. Yeah. Um, actually, to be fair, we I I say get in touch. We we probably need to tell people to stop getting in touch. Um, it's sifting we, through all those emails. Is we just don't have the manpower. It's a nightmare. There's only two of us here, guys. It's a bit of a nightmare. So, uh, but but quickly before we move on, Nick, can I just do a quick fire round with you, real quick? Go for it. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Kylie Minogue or Danny Minogue? Oh, Kylie Minogue. Okay. Golf or foot golf? Uh, foot golf. Uh, steak and chips or sausage and mash? Uh, steak and chips. Okay, the Stones or the Who? Ah, uh, the Stones. Pasta or pizza? Uh, pizza. Okay. Uh, boat or plane? Ooh, for what? 
Getting somewhere. Getting somewhere or getting with someone? No, getting somewhere, boat or plane. Okay, cool. Um, it's hard, isn't it? Because I don't like being crammed into planes, smelling <laughs> other people's farts, but it's quicker, isn't it, than on a boat? Um, uh, depends. You know, you, I know that you've been on some boats that you, you get more on a boat than you do on a plane. You do. You do get more on a boat, especially but this boat. The, the plane will get you there quicker, so you'll be able to spend more time there. So which is it, boat or plane? Um, I'm going to go with um, I'm going to go with boat because I just hate airports as well. Don't like okay. Uh, okay. Mac Mac or Microsoft? Oh, oh, do you know what? I used to be Mac a lot, but Microsoft Macs Mac. It just costs so much with Mac. Literally every two minutes, I've got to upgrade something. You okay. know, and they Mac. don't give their information out for free. I think that's ridiculous. Okay, Sam Allardyce or Tony Poulis? Oh God, that is hard. Uh, it's got to be Big <laughs> Sam, I think. Okay, the Saturdays or Little Mix. Oh God, the Saturdays or Little Mix. Um, I hate them both with equal amount of um, intensity. I would say the the Saturdays. Okay, last one. Prime Jennifer Aniston or Prime Angelina Jolie? For what conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if you want, yeah. Uh, Prime Jennifer Aniston. I could ask her about the wacky antics that went on in the set of Friends. <laughs> okay Boom. all right thanks that's cool that's your quick fire round done great do you mind if i fire one back at you yeah go for it lovely top 10 things about traffic lights 10 go 10 yeah um go they, they work in the dark okay good they work in the daytime uh, okay yep. <laughs> they control traffic they do they prevent accidents uh-huh they do they allow people to cross they do that's five go on um they um uh, Come on. They're, they're visible. They're missable. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they stop accidents. Yeah, they're totally missable. Invisible to anyone. <laughs> no, they are visible. Oh, they're visible. That's, yeah. a sh- uh, that's rubbish. Anything's visible unless you're blind. <laughs> but you um, can have it. Okay, you're on six. Come on. Okay. Um, there's, there's three different lights. Yes, there is three. There are three different lights. Sorry, yes um they they normally face the right way <laughs> they normally face the right yeah okay that's one of your favorite things about them the fact that most of the time they. Do i mean the you're asking me what my favorite things about traffic lights are you've never considered it no i need <laughs> two right. more i need two more um they um they're at roundabouts <laughs> are they i suppose they are yeah but but there's so many okay fine let's have it come on fine what's um, your what's the, make this a good one come on um they <laughs> They, they're they're red, orange, or amber and green. It's well, you my, said they had three colours. It's my three favourite colours. Are your three favourite colours? Are they? Yeah. I've never seen you wear anything with any of those colours on. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I, I so, can't help but feel. But that's because I keep them spare and out of the way. So because uh, I don't want to ruin them. It's like your favourite song that you listen to all the time. Yeah. It get like Wonderwall by Oasis. It's terrible now. And okay, let's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because I've heard it so many times. I see, but you are still saying it's one of the best songs ever written by the best band that's ever been been around. No, no, no. no is that what that, you were saying? No, that's Valerie. Oh, Valerie, yes. That, that. But the Zootons. Yeah. Oh, I think most people will know the Amy Winehouse version, but if you don't, check out the Zootons version. It's 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 great. Well, that was your top ten things about traffic lights. Um, I did. I sprung that on you. Um, you I did. See- I w- literally was not expecting that. I can see you were struggling. Um, you can wipe away the tears. It's okay. It's over. Um, we can move on to the next. It was hard. It was hard, wasn't it? That's what it was hard. Um, okay, so the next thing that we're going to talk about today, Nicholas, is the fact that the government at the start of the pandemic um, basically 
advised us musicians to retrain? Um, I think they advised anyone in the arts in general. So obviously you have got musicians, actors, yeah, yeah, of course, dancers, you've got dancers, yeah, and you've got even you've even got technicians, road crew, roadies, yeah. etc. Uh, basically, yeah, anyone in the arts, theatres, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, to uh, basically retrain because they couldn't support everyone and they decided that our industry wasn't one that they were willing to support so this is the entertainment industry yeah yeah so um my question to you is uh tell me your most favorite other job that you've had to do alongside music what what is it my most favorite other job your your favorite and then we'll go for um your like least favorite or ridiculous probably uh i used to work for a charity i think that was that was one of my favorites because of the it's good team spirit at a charity because everyone's there at the goodness yeah. of their hearts you know um, and you sort of you 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 give up the um the luxury of of a decent salary for the enjoyment of working for a charity which is fine up until the point that the landlord comes knocking on your door <laughs> wanting rent I yeah. Say to him, yeah, but I'm doing my bit for charity, and he's like, "No," and I get evicted. So, but while I was at that job, it was it was probably the best, the best of a bad bunch, I'd say. But you're, but just going on that, you're probably quite used to that being a musician because you can work for exposures, can't you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, there's something great about being a musician, being asked to turn up and do someone's someone's event for free, for free beer, or just for exposure. And once again, that pays the bills perfectly too. Um, yeah. I always find that funny, you know. I mean, I wouldn't ask a plumber to come round and fix my pipes for exposure. No. Do you know what I mean? But then, but then that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I found it offensive in terms of it was kind of treated like it's not a real job, but it is a real job because for those reasons that you just said. Like, a plumber has worked years, trained to become able to fix your boiler and yeah. attend your pipes. Yeah. Um, and we've done exactly the same. We've studied and we've done it for years. So um, it just, it's just a little bit insulting, but I understand and I'm realistic. They cannot support everyone. So, um, but people both... don't get it, do they? You know, um, no, I remember I was, I was working on a ship as a musician and one of the bar staff there was, was getting his knickers twisted over the fact that, Oh, you work four hours a day and all you do is stand there and play guitar. Yeah. And you get paid more than us and you have a better life on here than us. And I turned around and went, hang on a second. Right. Yeah. I got up in his grill and I said, I bet you gave it to him. I gave it to him big time. Yeah. Not the way I give it to the plumbers either, but I got right up in his grill and I said, I could stand behind that bar. And after a couple of hours, I'd get the gist of it. Sure. I might not know all the cocktails, but I know a few. Yeah. I know how to pour a pint and I know how to smile and get a tip. Could yeah. you stand on that stage and play guitar like that? No, you couldn't. And that's why I'm on the big bucks. I wasn't on big bucks, but I was sort of lording it up in front of him, you know, just to put him in his place, really. Well, that's, and, uh, yeah. and, and rightly so. Rightly so, Nicholas. Well done. Yeah, well thanks. Done, that man. So what's the, what's the um, okay, uh, we'll, we'll flip it around. What's the shittest job you've ever had aside from music? Um, I was working in a factory. Oh, yeah. Um, and Packing uh, fudge? Or? Uh, no, not packing fudge. Not this time. Similar. Um, packing uh taking off of the uh the belt and packing away uh the inside of sanitary pads what yeah so you, you know what them things that them, them women wear um what stilettos no um, well they do wear them yeah they do wear them but not them um right 
sanitary pad that goes when they're when they're on. On what? No, don't make me do it. When Go they're on. on. They're I don't on. understand. When they after they've ovulated. What? So yeah. Um, okay. Okay. So uh, basically that thing that they stick in their knickers to prevent um yeah. That's it, yeah. yeah. Are you embarrassed about this subject? I'm not embarrassed about it. I just don't know quite the correct way to put it, but I know it's the the insert for a sanitary pad, um, and I think most listeners that are listening will will know and probably won't be as idiotic as you to not know, but you do really know. You're just trying to push me to a point where... Well, I just don't, I don't understand why a man of your age and your culture, your intellect, would, would, would uh, tiptoe around the subject of, of menstruation okay yeah so women's menstruation there you go yeah sounds like a sounds like a political group (laughs) the women's menstruation (laughs) the women's menstruation party yeah where can i get a ticket to that party yeah yeah you don't you don't want one honestly (laughs) they're all they're all hormonal it's mental anyway so you you had a job removing from this conveyor belt the the lining for sanitary towels is that right uh yeah absolutely yeah and basically packing them into boxes if i remember rightly i think it was 240 went into each box okay and i and i probably over like a over a morning a morning period excuse the pun I (laughs) (laughs) i probably packed about 50 boxes 50 boxes yeah and then i did the same in the afternoon and that probably went on for that run was probably about four or five days. That's about the same time that uh, uh, a menstruation lasts, I believe. Maybe that's maybe that's why you do it for that long. Do you think they had like an influx of just we just need more sanitary towels, man? Come on, batten down the hatches, let's get going. Yeah, yeah, it could have been that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not privy to to the the man that sat in that office. You know, the the higher upper man. Yeah, um, I'm not privy to what the orders that are coming in. I just I'm I'm the dog's body. I'm just I'm you know I'm on the I'm on the floor. Yeah, getting, the, getting it done. Getting it done, getting down and dirty uh, with with the rest of the guys. Yeah, doing yeah. your bit. Yeah. Uh, do you think women ever stop and think about people like you who have slaved away doing that when they're when they are sort of preparing themselves for the time of the month? Do you think they ever stop and think, actually, I'm going to take a moment to to give thanks to the guys that? Uh, honestly, uh, honestly, yeah. I, I hope not. You hope not. What? So you want to be an unsung hero? You're not like Marcus Rashford, who's all up in the media wanting to get no. accolades for his his work. You're quite happy to to do it. Yeah, I mean, you know me. That's, you know, that's the type of person I am. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't need those accolades. No, true. You're all right. You're all right. Yeah, you are very humble. I, I have to say, that's yeah. what I like about you. Yeah, is it? Among oh, yeah, among many other things. Yeah, you have got a lot of qualities. Okay, and your most random job? My most random job. Um, like random weird. Oh god, making sandwiches in um in a, in a big walk-in fridge at Goodwood Festival of Speed. Oh, that's good. No, it's not good because I didn't get to see any of the Festival of Speed. I was inside a large industrial fridge. But you got to eat some of the sandwiches, right? Only the crumbs that fell on the floor. You know, and that's right. if the guys didn't catch us and whip us. And not in a sexy way. Um but yeah, no, it was, um, that wasn't fun because after 10 minutes, your fingers would go cold and I've got another nine hours of this, you know, mm. you try like layering cucumber in a baguette 
with gloves and ice cold fingers. It's not easy, Russ. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'll be honest. I don't really want to, but okay. But you, well, you've done it, so I don't have to. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I've done it, so you you never have to do that. <laughs> They're asking us to retrain. That's something you can tick off the list. You don't have to make sandwiches. Well, no, I've, I te- technically speaking, I have actually retrained as a delivery driver. Ah, I mean, yes, I mean have, it's it's a job that I did in the past anyway, right. uh, but but yeah, I've gone I've gone back to to sitting behind the wheel of a massive van, yep. delivering goods to people. Um, you say you've done this before? Uh, I did. Yeah, I have done it before. I've done it a couple of times for a, a motor parts company. Right. Okay. So you're yeah. delivering parts of cars, I assume. Yeah, just to garages, just to to men. We talk about manly stuff. Actual, just... actual men, though, because oh, as musicians, yeah. we're not men, are we? That's, no, no, definitely not. Um, we're talking about real men. Like you know, they've got calendars of naked girls on the wall. That's right. They say things like "whoop whoop," get them out for the lads, and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. They wolf whistle at me as I'm driving away. They wolf at you. <laughs> okay. No, sorry, no, not me. No, right, no. Um, okay, deliver to a lot of plumbing services. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's that, that, you, isn't it? <laughs> that does. That does sound a bit. Sounds a bit random. But do you ever stop to think that maybe you have actually found your true calling? You know, well, as these van jobs keep pulling you back. As a delivery driver, no. Mm. You don't think so? Have you ever have you ever thought about branching out into pizzas or um, you know, or or, or or takeaway delivery? No, I feel like I, I just don't feel like that would be as rewarding. Honestly, genuinely, without sounding really like I don't know, but I actually quite enjoy it at times because if you're delivering like a kid's toy or yep. something for the kid, and the kid opens the door with his mum and he stood there with a big beaming smile on his face, yep. it's quite rewarding. And then you get the next morning, you get you they open the door and they literally grunt at you as if like <laughs> grunt. Right. What are you doing like on my doorstep? How dare you? I'm retraining. Leave me alone. Exactly. Yeah. Say. Yeah. Leave yeah. me alone, Karen. Karen of the week. Do you want to explain this concept? Uh, yeah. So basically, I'm just going to ge- uh, I'm just going to share with you um, either posts that are definitely by somebody called Karen. So I mean, we all know what a Karen is, right? It, for those of you that don't know what a Karen is, a Karen is somebody on social media that needlessly, pointlessly complains about something that doesn't need to be complained about. Pretty much. Is it just social media or are they, are they are out in the world? No, no, they? they're, they're, they're also out in the world. And today's example is a real world example. It's not okay. even from social media. So what so, you've done is you, you've scoured so, social media to find one of these people who who is just getting their proverbial knickers in a twist over nothing. Just completely for, for no reason. Like if you if you park somewhere and you the back of your car slightly went over the line and you get a really abusive letter saying that like you're retarded which is completely inappropriate and completely unfair and completely yeah. out of character of the situation yeah uh, dumbfounded is that the right word to use i don't know, I don't know. we I need just, a dictionary can we I'm get just, a dictionary please can we just okay thanks yeah just, we'll get that for next next time yeah they said next time um Great. so uh this is a, a genuine complaint that was left on somebody's tumble dryer um and it reads i've been waiting a very long time for the dryer Please be mindful of your laundry time. Right. Now, the reason I've picked this one out is because you don't choose how long the... I mean, the dryer's on for a set time, right? Yeah. So it's not like you go, oh, I'm going to stick it on for seven hours. You can't can't do that. You only have a set amount of time on the dryer, right? You don't... 
it's not like you can extend it or add to it or well do you think do you think she was um i assume it's a she we can have male karens as well can't we uh, I think they're called Kevins. Oh, they're called Kevins. Are they? Kevins a ridiculous yeah. name anyway. No offence to any Kevins. Stupid are name. Absolutely. Anyone related to a Kevin? Um, yeah. Should probably me. rethink their life. That is you, yes. Uh, that rethink my life. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, you are a musician. You have to rethink everything, right? Yeah, that's true, yeah. yeah. But but going back to your mate Karen, um, do you not think that maybe they were like, okay, you've had the dryer. It's gone past the time. The drying's finished, and yet you've not come to collect your washing. You know, and that's why they're getting out of their pram. No, because you and I have both worked on ships, Nick. Yes, and what can. happens when you're drying is dry. Well, someone takes it out and they fold it very neatly. Oh, no, they don't. They don't fold it neatly. They stuff it in a big ball into the corner, which, which teaches you a lesson. A lesson? A lesson. <laughs> teaches you a lesson in their Dutch now. <laughs> um, teaches you a lesson to turn up when your drying is finished. You know, be better with your timing. So, yeah, I think, I don't know. Is that Karen justified, do you think? I think this one's I think this one is definitely a Karen and I don't think it's justified. I've been waiting a very long time for the dryer. Please be mindful of your drying time. Right. It's not my point is it's not my drying time. It's the, the machine. Tu- the tumble it? dryer dictates the time. So don't be mad at me, Karen. Be mad at the tumble dryer. True. But Russ, if you're letting tumble dryers dictate your life, then maybe you do need to rethink it. Well, I'm not letting them dictate my life. That's exactly dict- what you've just said. And we've got it on recording. So. they're dictating how long they are drying my clothes for that's like you that's like me saying to you if you're letting if you're letting the plumber dictate your life by telling you how long it's going to take them to replace your pipe work right then you're letting the plumber rule your life dictate your life well no it's, it's not because the plumber i could say okay plumber cool that's great have your fingers in my pipe work it's not a problem <laughs> okay um but uh but could you could you, you know, maybe speed up? Because my wife's home in half an hour. Could you maybe, you know, you know, you you can you can reason with a plumber, but with a tumble dryer, have you tried talking to a tumble dryer? Man, you'll get nothing out of them. Honestly. I know, I know, but you, you you can reason with a plumber, but something takes as long as it takes. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. But like, I don't this, know. this literally comes back to like when you're loading in at a wedding, and they're like oh, uh, we're running late, you can have access to to the stage at this time. And then 15 minutes later, they come up and say, are you ready to go yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they and don't it's understand. Like, well, hold on a minute. It, it takes longer than that for us to set up. Yeah. You know, we're quite quick at setting up. Yeah. But it takes longer than that. So so again, Karen can't just go, tumble dryer, I'm ready. Stop. Cease, cease drying tumble dryer. Yeah. I'm that is how that. you have to talk to them. I'm yeah. going to say that again, but I'm going to get a bit close to the mic so it sounds really good. Okay. Cease drying, tumble dryer. Oh, jeez. That scared me a little bit. If I was a tumble dryer, I would switch off instantly. But when I edit this down, I might actually put like a big echo on that. Yeah, do it. Yeah, absolutely. Do you not think... But do you not think the tumble dryer, by ceasing sooner, would be doing themselves a disservice by not quite uh, drying the clothes to the standard that they, they set themselves? Exactly. And this is the problem with the Karens of the world is they're selfish and they don't realise that they're, the way that they want the world to be run affects other people. Yeah. So if Karen managed to get the tumble dryer to end early, okay. which would be great for Karen, yeah. it wouldn't be great for Nigel, yeah. whose clothes will be half dry. Yeah, because when your clothes are half dry, they get that weird wet face flannel smell about well, it. I'd say more dog, wet dog. 
yeah wet something at least okay okay so let, can we can we just do a little bit of role play i think it'll, it'll ring true with me a little bit more if we if we just do a bit of role play i i will okay. be i'll be karen okay okay you've walked into the laundromat okay right okay uh you go to the tumble dryer to get your clothes out your your, yeah. your cycle's done the dryer's okay. done his bit you know but it's taken a while um and okay. i've been waiting a little a, a while you know yeah excuse me uh are these your clothes uh these ones yes yes they are yeah I've been waiting a very long time for the dryer, okay? I'd appreciate it if you were a bit more mindful about your drying time. Uh, um, uh, please accept my apologies, but it's, it's not my drying time. The, the, the tumble dryer simply sets to 60 minutes or 80 minutes. So I chose 80 minutes. I'm sorry. Um, I think that's a bit inconsiderate of you because from my experience, the clothes in these dryers dry after 60 minutes, okay? Are you a regular to the laundromat? Uh, yeah, I come here every Thursday. Okay, so you should know that too. Uh, I, I do know that, but there, there is the option to dry for 60 minutes or 80 minutes. Uh, I didn't make that option. Uh, I've chosen 80 minutes. Sorry. Well, thank you. Just that's all I'm saying. Be mindful in future, okay? Uh, um, okay. Right, okay, end scene. I can't help but feel that you've been a little bit spineless there. I mean, I don't know if it was my great acting that, that actually struck fear into you. You didn't have the guts to sort of sort of stand up to me. I'm not going to lie, I think I stood pretty firm. Well, you didn't. You apologised twice. Yeah, but the, the, did you not hear the way that I said sorry? It was, it, there was, it was, it was 50% meaningful and 50% meaningless. Are you telling me that when you use the word sincerely before apologize, that you don't actually mean it? Because every time you've said that to me, I've taken it as read that you actually do mean it. No, no, we're just talking about this scene, the one that oh. we've just done. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yes. Oh, so it's sarcasm. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah, cool. Okay, thanks for your apology. I, I, I know you're being sincere when you say that. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, still, I still think that you, you, you didn't quite, you know... I didn't think you, 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 you really fought your corner enough. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so, so theoretically speaking, hypothetically speaking, when you go back to the laundromat, are you going to put it on for 60 minutes or are you going to put it on for 80 again? Yeah, can I just stop you? Why are we calling it a laundromat? Because that's what it is, isn't it? It's, it's just, isn't it just like a laundromat? Is it a laundromat? Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. yeah. I know what you're thinking. It sounds like an American term, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, uh, but Mate. no, I do believe... Oh, okay, I don't know. I, do you know what? I genuinely, real terms, I've never used one, so I wouldn't know. See, this is why I think maybe you bringing up this particular instance of a Karen, you're a bit ill-educated to do it because you've never been in a laundromat. I've been down there. I know what it's like, you know. Okay, I, I know. Right. Okay, don't don't cry. It's okay. No, 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 it's fine. It's fair. You make a fair point. Okay. Which it really hurts me to say, but... Yeah, um, yeah okay. Look, please, we said we wouldn't... Next week's Karen of the Week is going to be better, okay? Okay, that's fine. But hey, it's a good, it's a good start. Thank you. Good start. Good, good start. It's really, really well done. Well researched. Really. Thank you. You've done Thank really you. well, Thank honestly. You. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Are you being sincere when you say that? Or? Yeah. Okay. Can you not tell? No. Cool. Uh, yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I. 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 I, I totally believe you. Yeah. Karen, she's done it again. So Nick, um, we've done Karen. We've done everything else. We've been talking for quite a bit. Um, let's. What, have we got one more thing before this podcast ends? One more thing before the first ever episode of the Little Pickle podcast uh, draws to an I end. I quite like it when you say it. Can you say it again? Uh, the Little Pickle podcast. No, that's, good. that's good. Do you know why it works? Shall I explain that to you? No. Sorry. Um, so as, this, as the Little Pickle podcast comes to an end, I thought we would finish off with a segment that I like to call Educating Russ. Um, that's me. 
you are us and I'd like to educate you. Um, Just just to save any confusion, sorry to interrupt you because you've called me Ray a lot. My actual name is Russ. Yes, your your actual name is Russ. Um, I call you Ray. It's a little affectionate pet name that I have for you. We won't go into it, but um, needless to say, you love being called it by everybody. So when you see him in the street, listeners, please do call him that and don't don't. stop. Um, So educating Russ, uh, basically a little segment where we get a chance to, uh, I get a chance to bring something to you, uh, a concept or something. Yeah. And uh, also at the same time, hopefully our listeners will learn something new as well, because I'd like people to come away from listening to this uh, with a little bit more information, a little bit not more knowledgeable. Okay, uh, good. Know. Yeah, well, we've got to give them something. We have got to give them something other than top quality comedy and um, fantastic content. Um, uh, on that note, if anyone has any suggestions about what they'd like us to talk about, what they'd like us to cover, please feel free to send us emails, give us a ring on the number. You all know it. Um, we just do the, should, let's, should we do the first competition this week? Okay, all right, yeah. That's, so, all, that's so all you've got to do, there's no T's, we don't do T's and C's on the Little Pickle podcast. All you've got to do is text win to the number and uh, the first prize is, I, I'm, I'm re- pretty reluctant to give this one up actually, but it's, um, it's a signed Hoke Hogan uh, mug. A signed Hoke Hogan mug? Yeah, yeah, you know the wrestler. No, I know Hulk Hogan, but I don't know Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Sorry, it's just the way that I say it. Hulk Hogan. No, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Why oh. are you struggling? <laughs> Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Okay. <laughs> Try it one more time. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. There we are. Yeah, okay. lovely. It's a signed Hulk Hogan uh, mug. Uh, so yeah, all you got to do is text win. Uh, just text win, basically. Just text, oh. get your text flying in. Can't believe we're giving that away. That's... I know I'm reluctant, but we need to get with the first the first week. We need a good prize. So. We do. That is a great prize. I know anyway, I have it on my office desk. Sorry, educating Russ. Let's do it. Educating Rush. Okay, so Russ, do you Rush. remember the Rush? <laughs> so wow, neither of us can talk today. So do you remember that time at school? Because Russ and I used to go to school together. Do you remember the time? Well, that hilarious time when you were you were picked up against your will and um, thrown mercilessly into a dumpster. Um, Again, that? that's very American. Uh, well, what would you say? A uh, big I'd say bin. a wheelie bin. Okay, a wheelie bin. A wheelie yeah. big bin. Right? A wheelie big bin, yeah. <laughs> bin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that time that you were essentially bullied and thrown into a dumpster, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And then as you were coming out of the dumpster the head of the year walked around and saw you in the dumpster and gave you detention for being in the dumpster, despite the fact it was completely against your, uh, <laughs> your decision to be in there in the first place. Yeah, I, I remember it well. Okay. Do you remember how much we, and by we, I mean me, uh, we laughed a lot about it? Uh, you have this tendency to laugh a lot at any kind of misfortune that strikes my life. Aha, uh-huh, yes. Um, and this... Uh, and, uh, just another example is I, my parents bought me some new monitors. Um, I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you remember this. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> at, a re- at a rehearsal um, on a stage that we had at our old school, um, I went to change something and I caught my foot on one of the leads <laughs> and basically pulled both the monitors off of the stage. Um, and <laughs> all Nick could do was laugh. Yes, and I did. Uh, and you know laughter is the language of the soul so you couldn't get angry at me could you no no you did though i did yeah because it was a frustrating moment 
in my Absolutely. life. Well, which is weird is... because you've been, you've been present at a lot of frustrating moments in my life, but anyway, carry on. So uh, yes, I have been present at a lot of frustrating moments of your life and I've derived much pleasure from all of them, which is probably why we have such a great friendship because you bring a lot of laughter to my life um, at the cost of your misfortune. Anyway, yeah. There is an actual word for that uh, experience. Yes, there is. It is a German word. It's called Schadenfreude. Ah, Ah, It's it's, uh, translated loosely as a word for shameful joy, basically deriving pleasure from someone else's misfortune. Okay, yep. People might be listening to this and going, oh, that's really harsh. I wouldn't laugh at something like that. But you would, because TV shows like um, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, are based on schadenfreude. Ah, okay. I Think like about it. It. we we enjoy seeing people going through these horrible challenges. We do. And being uncomfortable. Yeah. And and that is basically the basis for a lot of TV. What why do you think everyone loves the X Factor? It's not just because they get to see people that can sing. People love the crappy auditions as well. And they the, love seeing people humiliate themselves publicly. Yeah, the the stories of uh, I yeah, I'm doing this because I lost this person. Yeah, ex- well, I mean, we don't laugh at that bit. I mean, that's a bit. I no, mean, not, you might. I'm not laughing. <laughs> I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at the concept that I've tried to just add to your point, and I definitely haven't. You definitely haven't. You've just singled yourself out as a complete asshole. That's what you've done. <laughs> no, no, but it's the same concept in terms of it's their misery that they feel like sharing. Yeah. And you, it, it, not so much that you enjoy watching that, but it's that shared emotion that you. Do you get what I'm trying to say? I'm trying to dig myself out of the hole. Well, you're trying to dig yourself out of the hole. You're trying to make a point which is, is actually completely irrelevant. No, it's, <laughs> it is relevant. Uh, I'm joking. But but it's, it's more like you, you see, okay, so they're there. They're telling you about their sob story, you know, and why they're there and what this means to them. And y- your heartstrings are tugged a little bit. You're like, okay, yeah. I really hope they do well. I hope the judges like them. I bet they can be brilliant. They go up there and they sound terrible. They are shit. Yeah. And everybody laughs and everyone jeers. And that is Schadenfreude. People are enjoying the fact that they're publicly humiliating themselves. Okay. And, it's, and we all do it. You know, if, if you see a friend slip over, if you see a friend bang yeah. their head, you yeah. know, if you see a friend who goes through a divorce, they get made redundant and their dog dies, you laugh. You laugh. I've seen you do it. Okay. And you love that, don't you? <laughs> I wouldn't say I love it. Well, I don't know. But anyway, that is essentially Schadenfreude. I, I think it's an interesting word. And it's one that I throw into conversation a lot because it makes me sound like I've read a book, which I haven't. Um, but um, yeah, that is essentially it. The the word for deriving pleasure from someone else's misfortune is schadenfreude. So next time you have a dinner party and you spill hot goulash down the neck of one of your dinner guests and it right, burns right. them unmerciful and they okay. have to go to A&E with third degree burns and you're having a giggle in the back of the ambulance you you can say to yourself, I'm experiencing Shard and Friday right now. Right. So You're that welcome. was that was the first ever segment of Educating Russ. How did you think it go? Give me a mark out of 10. Um, I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, if I'm completely honest, I have heard the word before. Oh. So, um, uh, but uh, I had heard it, but maybe I didn't necessarily understand it the way that you had expressed it. So if anything, you've cleared it up for me, which is which has educated me more. So in terms of educating Russ, you've done it. Brilliant. Because yeah. I'd like to think that you're using it in the wrong context, perhaps. Uh, I don't think it's the type of word that I don't think I would have ever used 
Right. I've heard it, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, but now, now that I do know its correct context, uh, I'll have no fears yeah. uh, or worries about using it. Um, okay. So, like when we're next down the pub and you fancy a game of pool, I'll go, yeah, Schadenfreude. What? <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 not quite. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. We'll leave it with that. Yeah, that's that's cool. Next time we're down the pub and we fancy gave a pool, you can say in front of everyone in that kind of nonchalant way that you just did, <laughs> Schadenfreude. <laughs> there you go. Fantastic. So, yeah. All right, and that was uh, educating Russ. I was educating Russ on the little pickle podcast. Nicholas, I think that went all right. If I'm yep. honest, like yeah. there's, there's, there's probably some things we can improve on, but Absolutely. it's our first ever podcast. It is the first what? ever pickle podcast. We're not, we're not going to win an Oscar with the first ever The Little Pickle Podcast, are we? We're not going to win an Oscar with the first ever Little Pickle Podcast at all. You're right. So, some might say you're not going to win an Oscar. Yes, but we are going to win an Oscar. Exactly. You so, tell them. And that is, that, that is, that's the belief that you need. Sometimes you just need that belief. You need the belief to proceed and succeed and achieve the dreams you've always yeah. had. And just remember, Russ, from tiny acorns, mighty oak trees doth grow. <laughs> <laughs>